And we're live. Welcome to the second episode of the Pick Aside Podcast. We are your hosts, River, John Carlos, and me, Joel. Today we have a really special show for all of you guys. We're going to recap the Steelers and Browns game very briefly because we know the hot topic of the day is Miles Garrett versus Mason Rudolph. Then after, we're going to talk about who should be the real franchise quarterback of New York, Daniel Jones or Sam Darnold. What do you guys think about this whole Steelers and Browns game and the debacle that happened after? Trash. That game was trash. Dumb whack. Mason Rudolph, average. It was a defensive game. It was. I want to say this though. Miles Garrett popped it on Mason Rudolph. <laughs> with so he a had helmet. Four picks and they got hit with a helmet. Yeah, what if he'd it got a concussion? That'd be an OD. It was a bad day for him. It was a bad day for the Steelers. Oh my God. They scored seven points, right? They scored they scored seven points. It was twenty one to seven the final score. Baker Mayfield got over fifty percent. He was barely. he was finally targeting barely. Odell too. Yeah. I mean, I remember last show you said that Odell had a lot of drop passes. Yeah. And while I was watching it, I said, well, this guy couldn't be watching the same Browns I was watching. <laughs> because the person who was dropping the balls was Antonio Callaway. Yeah, yeah. We saw drove. that. We saw proof of that versus the 49ers, Monday Night Football. We were watching the game, both of us well, in my house. Remember, we that, that, remember that, that That Sherman interception? That was Odell who dropped that. Yeah. That first one. Bobbled it. Slippy hands. Right? But it was a bad Baker throw. I'm not going to lie. It was. It was like yeah. 50-50, both of them. So today, we're not going to talk too much about the Browns and Steelers because... Really, it was bad. I think all of us forgot about that game because of what happened near the end of the game. My Madden game was better. Than so that before game. I give my opinion on what I feel about this whole situation, yeah. River, I want to ask you: Do you feel like Miles Garrett deserved that year-long suspension? I think he deserves longer than the year. I think he needs to get a couple. Bro, he took the dual helmet off. He tried to hit him in the head with a helmet. A helmet is od. Yeah. I think he deserves a couple games in the next year. Yeah, definitely. Def, I, like, he has yeah, to. Like, maybe two or Browns, three. If the Browns make this playoff push, he's not playing in the playoffs. Yeah, he can't play in the playoffs. Yeah. So, he was actually playing really good this year. And at the start of the season, his goal was to win Defensive Player of the Year. But it's all all because of one play. It's not it's done. So, the hot question about it, though, is that do you feel like Miles Garrett was justified hitting him, hitting him with the helmet, even though Mason Rudolph tried to take his helmet off w- and kicked him in the groin? I don't say just you don't hit somebody with a helmet though. Yeah. Like fighting, yeah, okay. Hitting him with a helmet mm-hmm. though, like that's. Uh, that's but to a, his credit, uh, Mason Rudolph did try to take his helmet off first, and you know I'm not gonna sit here and, and speculate, but who knows what he could have done? That's all. I'm yeah, saying. that's true. With his helmet. This uh, uh, the whole situation got me really ticked off, and Why? it got me ticked off because I saw a bunch of Ohioans <laughs> de- defending. Miles Garrett. And I did see somebody on Twitter on my timeline Did you see Miles Garrett too. Fournette and Jamal Adams? I, yeah, I saw them go at it yeah, for a little bit. That was funny as hell. But I, I want to, I look, I want to speak directly into the camera and I want to talk to you, my good friend Jordan. <laughs> he was, he was one of the people that tweeted that Miles Garrett mm-hmm. wasn't, he deserved the suspension, but Mason Rudolph should have got one too. So, yeah. do you yeah, feel like Mason Rudolph should have got one? At least yeah. one. At least yeah. One Mike Pouncey got, got one. Def- Mason Rudolph should definitely get one. stomped on Miles Garrett's head. Yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna lie. He's too big to be doing shit like that. The reason why I feel like Mason Rudolph didn't deserve one. Because he got hit in the head with a helmet. It's not only that, beat, but you have to take into context of what happened during the game. Miles Garrett, mm-hmm. look, this guy with five seconds left, the game is already won, up 21 to 7. Yeah puts a hit on Mason Rudolph after he's released the ball for more than two seconds. Yeah. 
There is no reason to take Mason Rudolph and Powell drive him to the ground. There is no reason to do that. Yeah, that's true. Whatsoever. And Joe Cena Anderson came up, came after the game and wanted to tweet about how Miles Garrett is this laid-back guy and stuff. Miles Garrett accounts for the most penalties in the NFL. He broke Trevor, Trevor Simeon's foot on Monday night. We saw it off a late hit. You know that he has the most late hits in the NFL among any defensive player? I do not he know does. that. I know that. We've seen it. I do not. And this is the same guy that people are, are like, defending today. And people can blame it on Freddie Kitchens. He's created a culture that's totally undisciplined, mm-hmm. which he guy. has. Because Freddie guy. Kitchens is a horrible coach. Yeah. But you can't just put the blame on Freddie Kitchens for Miles Garrett acting out. Yeah. There's a lot of young guys in that locker room. A lot of young guys. He wasn't using his head. You guys saw his post, uh, post-game interview? He sounded very apologetic. Very apologetic. And I don't know if you guys want to speak more about this. Or do you, do you feel like you've said what you had to say already about yeah. the situation? Yeah, I'm good off that one. Yeah, because I felt like, I don't know about trash. you guys, but I felt like I've gotten flooded with this topic all day. Yeah. That topic was, I ain't gonna lie, that game was whack. <laughs> and the topic was, was ESPN, first yeah. things first, it was everywhere. There was yeah. a lot more to talk about today than that. So I think we I, we would both agree, we would, we would all agree that we want to talk about something that is more entertaining. We want to talk about something that we all want to talk about that we're really passionate about. Well, Jets fans want to talk <laughs> so about So this is why we're going to talk about this next segment. Who would you take as your franchise quarterback right now? Daniel Jones or Sam Darnold? Carson Wentz. Carson <laughs> no, Wentz. Um, uh, you asked me first? Yeah, go ahead. Either one. You want to go first? Um, let me just shoot out some numbers real quick. Daniel Jones, this season, nine games. 15 to 8 touchdown interception ratio, 88 QBR, 1,984 yards. Sam Darnold stats this year, he only played six games, 1307, 7 to 9 TD interception ratio, 74.5 QBR, six games. Last year, Sam Darnold threw 28 65, 17 to 15 touchdown interception ratio, 77.6 QBR, 13 games. Both O lines absolutely suck, so there is no excuse there. If I had to pick a quarterback, I am taking neither. But if it comes down to those two, uh, I'm going to take the younger guy, and that's Sam Darnold. Got to take the younger guy. Whoa. I wasn't expecting you to say Sam Darnold. Daniel Jones, right now, right now, is a better quarterback than Sam Darnold. I think so. But, but, you see... You see more flashes in Sam Darnold than you see. You see more flashes in Sam Darnold than you see in Daniel Jones. And to be honest, those interception numbers sound crazy. But he doesn't have really. Robbie Anderson is number one option. But I would pick. I'm taking Sam Darnold. I just see more. I just see a better future, and I see a better career for Sam Darnold than I do for Daniel Jones. That's just me personally. Uh, okay. Well, you're right about seventy five percent of what you said which Sam Darnold does have a brighter future. Even though I was the first person to say after the Giants drafted Daniel Jones mm-hmm. that he was going to be good. I, I never said that Daniel Jones was a bust. You laughed at me when I brought up him and Dwayne Haskins' 40-yard dash time. You laughed. I did laugh. You a laughed. A couple other people laughed. No, I laughed. Everybody because... laughed. They bashed me on Twitter, but it's not... It's not unknown to me. I get that a lot. Because you had the audacity to say he was more athletic. Even though I'm right most of the time. He is way faster than Dwayne Haskins. But back to the topic. Sam Darnold versus Daniel Jones. I love how you didn't mention Daniel Jones' 
biggest vice, his fumbles. Yeah. You totally left out his fumbles. Yes, he has 15, 15 touchdowns and eight interceptions. He has 13 fumbles in eight career games, 21 total turnovers. That's a lot. He has the 25th ranked offensive line in the league. You know that Sam Darnold has eight fumbles for his career. Daniel Jones has 13 and eight games. We're just comparing the two. Look, I think both of them will be good. I think that mm-hmm. both of them will make an impact on their teams. But to say that they have the same weapons around them is completely that. false. I didn't say that. You said that their offensive line is pretty much That's the same. That's all I said. So they have no the same. They there. have the same offense. If you look at the Both rankings, Jets were 31 and 32nd. The Giants, Giants were 25th. That's that's a difference. They're both, but they're, I get the difference. They're but they're bad. both bottom of the barrel trash. Yeah. So to say who has more weapons, I mean, this is the thing though is that when you watch the game, the Giants versus Jets, mm-hmm. who did you feel like played the best game? Sam Darnold. No question. I know. I mean, there's some have, questions, but Sam Darnold. I don't. I don't feel like there was no question about it. Nah, bro. I think Daniel Jones played a good game, bro. Uh, speak your speak your mind, JC. I think Daniel Jones played a good game. He had four touchdowns, no picks. I mean, he got ripped by Jamal Adams, but like that's like that's to Jamal me, that's the best safety in the league. Uh, Sam Darnold played good. He kept the turnovers down. Like he didn't even turn the ball over. Um, I like what I saw from the Jets as a team, but you know the Giants have a very, really, really bad defense, so. I'm not going to hold too much weight on that. Um, but back to the question between Sam Darnold and Daniel Jones, who would I rather have as a franchise quarterback? I would rather have Sam Darnold as a franchise quarterback. And this is not me talking as a Jets fan. It's just I've seen Sam Darnold duel with some of the best quarterbacks. I've seen him duel with Aaron Rodgers, took, took mm-hmm. it overtime. He ended up losing, but he matched him pretty well. Um, the, the thing with Sam Darnold is the good is great, the but the ugly... <laughs> Is terrible. <laughs> like he makes some very questionable throws. Yeah. But you know what? With more experience and better weapons and a better line, I really feel like he can fix those. Sam Darnold looks like Dash from The Incredibles. He definitely does. He does, right? Exactly. He looks like <laughs> Dash. <laughs> you could say that Sam Darnold's ugly performances are as bad as Carson Wentz versus the Cowboys for his career. Don't do it. You could don't say don't that. Don't do it. Just don't look, do but it. I, look, but to, to my Giants fans out there, I think you guys got a pretty good quarterback in Daniel Jones. I know a lot of you didn't expect this. A lot of you booed him on draft night. And, you know. Which he, was he's wrong. He's playing pretty good, bro. He's, Which he, was wrong. The same thing that's plaguing the Jets is what's plaguing um, Daniel Jones. His receivers aren't that good. Barkley comes back. He got hurt. He's back, but he's not the same. He's still laboring from that injury. But he should sit out. Yeah. He said, you know, the, 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 yeah. the Giants are what, 2-8, and eight, man? Just, just cut him out for the season. Yeah. So these quarterbacks, we can say that they're having an extended time to prove themselves. Mm -hmm. And this other quarterback isn't having time to prove himself at all. And that quarterback is Colin Kaepernick. Mm. Today, see, we have a luxury over other networks that have a a show or have a debate show Mm -hmm. because they were able they were only able to talk about what they think is going to happen. But we already know what has happened. So, what do you feel uh, about Colin Kaepernick's workout? Did you see the highlights? How do you feel about his throws? Some good, some bad. I mean, there's, I, I, it's hard. I don't like to look at workouts where there's nobody there when he is not really playing against somebody because you're not really showing me that I can look good if somebody throws me the ball 50 yards and I catch it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not a, I'm not a football player at all. So it's like, I would like to see him in a scrimmage. Or NFL five on or eight on seven on seven whatever they do, I would like to see him in something like that, a little game management going on there to, to really give a great feel for it. But if they let him in the league, and I would p- 
pick a team for him, it would probably be if the Bears don't get Cam Newton, the Bears or the Titans. I think it was time to let that Marcus Mariota guy, like, just let that go. Whoa, so you've given up on Ryan Tannehill, too? I never even started to give him an opportunity. <laughs> so that was, that was just, I don't even know why you said that. He has but. three game-winning drives in four games. That's cool. They won't make the playoffs. Well, they have a chance. <laughs> yeah, they have a chance. A lot of teams have a chance. The Dolphins have a chance when you start the season. They don't make the playoffs. That's totally different because the Titans are 5-5 five and five right now. No, that, I get all that. He's got a puncher's chance. Yeah. But like you said, Joel, they're they're a team that shows flashes of greatness and then not flashes. They're very inconsistent. Inconsistent. See, um, I wouldn't bank on them to make the playoffs. That's just me, though. Uh-huh. But I wouldn't be surprised if they. It's not even playoffs. just them. It's more as I wouldn't bank on Ryan Tannehill to make the playoffs. Yeah. You know, um, you mentioned Chicago as a destination and the Titans. I actually have two more destinations to add on to that. What you think? I have. The Buccaneers. I was going to say that. Wow, that me. I was dead going to say that earlier, but I was going to give Jameis Winston a chance. And I have this other team, which you guys probably have too. I have the Broncos. I will slap yeah. the fire out of you. <laughs> you I don't, slap he shouldn't go to you. the Broncos? Yeah. They don't, I don't think they... Ah, they have Joe Flacco. I'm not even acknowledging that. They have Flacco. They can draft a quarterback this year. They could. They could. Hey, but this is a proven guy in Kaepernick who should come in and slot in. That's true. And that's a team that has a good defense already. Man, they just need that quarterback. If you're an NFL team, I'd bank on Justin Fields or Joe Burrow. I don't know what all that Colin is cool. Bank on those Look, two. If you don't get those guys, then Colin, Colin Kaepernick's Kaepernick. not a bad option. This is the thing, though, is that um, with the Broncos, I was thinking about it earlier, is that if Colin Kaepernick does end up going to the Broncos, mm-hmm. how crazy is it that both quarterbacks that played each other in the Super Bowl are on the same team now. That's yeah, true. That's but do you Kaepernick say, and Flacco. Yeah, and I think. Ah, but they don't have. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I like. I like the Bucks. I just didn't want to give up on Jameis Winston because he does show flashes of being a really, really good quarterback. Mm-hmm. But then he's like really bad. It's like Sam Darnold. No, no, he's like way better. Like when he, he's no, when he's great. He's no, he when he's great, he's OD. He's great, but when, when he's bad, bad he's, he's so really bad. bad. Yeah, he sucks. They said, yeah, I think um, th- this is a conversation we were talking about too. That sometimes Sam Darnold. That that's the trajectory of his career. It's looking like Jameis Winston if he continues mm-hmm. down. Very this inconsistent. Path. Very inconsistent. But he doesn't have a, uh, a you know, a Mike Evans. Uh, you know, he doesn't have a number one receiver that's worthy. You could just throw that thing up to Mike. Chris Evans. Godwin has also been really good. He's pretty good too. Chris yeah. Godwin is having Chris, a breakout Chris, season. Chris Godwin yeah. is good, bro. OJ Adam Humphreys. Adam Humphreys. Jameis's old receiver just scored the game-winning touchdown mm. versus the Chiefs. Yeah. Thrown by Ryan Tannehill. M- Mitch, what though, Chicago. Get <laughs> Chicago. Get a quarterback, please. This is the thing, man. Um, uh, before we get off, to, um, before we talk about something else, and we don't talk about this Kaepernick situation, since we're on the track of the Titans. It's just, wow. I just, I just want to hear you guys give me credit for my Sunday pick'em. You got it. I just want to give oh, you guys credit for my Sunday pick'em. You did. Here, here's, the, here's the thing. I'm not going to give you credit yet because you definitely tweeted the Titans are going to make the playoffs, and I said, no, they're not. So we're at our odds right now. They're 5-5. Five and five. So they have a playoff. They have a they have a puncher's chance. If they don't make the playoffs, I'm going to slap the fire out of you. And that's just going to be the end of that. I'm just bad that when he picked the Titans – Yo, he really said the safe He pick. said Ryan Tannehill was going to drive down. He dead said it Ryan was. Tannehill was going to drive down. Wow. Yeah. I, I said Ryan Tannehill it, was going to play great. I looked at the camera it. exactly how I'm looking at it right now, and I That's said it call. with confidence. And I laughed at you. And we were all wrong about the Saints. They got smoked. We were all wrong about the Saints. No, we were all wrong terrible. about the Colts. And 
you two were right about the Seahawks, which you guys should have never been right because the 49ers should have won that game. That. Oh, because Jimmy... <coughs> Wait, <coughs> I'm choking. <coughs> so McLaughlin didn't like breathe. kick the, 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 the freaking a, ball yo, to the... Yo. That was the, the worst tunnel? Oh, no, he, he choked, too. Ever seen in my life. But and he, he had two clutch ones before that. He choked. Don't get me wrong. He choked. But what did I tell you? What did I tell you here? I said I will never rely on Jimmy G to win a game. And what happened? He didn't win the game. And he won't win the MVP game. The and game. they're going to play him in Seattle, and they're going to lose again. Jimmy's going to win that game. Who? He's going to win that, that game. That defense might win them the game. George Kittle didn't play last game. Emmanuel that's, Sanders got hurt early. Yeah. Loss. I don't even think Joe Staley was. Let's out be there. realistic. That defense saved them. That that strip former or DK helped them. They would have went up good. Yeah. That defense stopped them in the second half from scoring. That defense saved no, them again, Seattle, yet again. Seattle's the only team that beat the 49ers. Shout out to my boy Brendan. See how he's doing their thing this year. Oh, Russell that's Wilson, that's your Phoenix Suns fan, right? Suns fan. Yeah, we play yeah, on two weeks. Too. We play on two weeks yeah. in the, Philly. The Chicago? Oh no, the Eagles. Yeah, we play Seattle in two weeks. Yeah, come to Philly. It's lit for y'all. This the thing. Um about exciting players that we love to watch. Mm-hmm. There are a lot in the NBA this year. <clears throat> I'd say number one for me is John Morant. John Morant? John Morant. John Did Morant. you see him yesterday? He looked great. I called him rookie of the year. I knew, about him, year. I knew about him his I freshman year. No, you didn't. I I n- stop, stop. I knew about him his freshman year at MSU. And I was telling my friends who watched college that uh, he was going to be the breakout player of the year that year, and he ended up winning... I don't know. He ended up just going <laughs> so crazy. So about exciting players. So we can all agree that number one is John Morant. For you, yeah. Who's yours? My my exciting like exciting player. Rookies. I just like the white. Oh, rookies. Rookie, rookies. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, hmm. exciting rookies that I like to watch. Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Nunn. Yeah. Kendrick Nunn's pretty good. Kendrick Nunn. Well, out of out of those players you named, I think a close second. Is going to the man in New York R. who J. got Barrett? the win against Dallas Mavericks, <laughs> R.J. Barrett. I'm wearing this Knicks hat proudly today because we just swept the Mavericks in a season series. <laughs> we just swept the Mavericks. The Knicks just won. And we swept Porzingis in Madison Square Garden yesterday. The crowd booed him. I loved it because Porzingis is nothing anymore. He's getting carried by Luka Doncic every other game. And I don't want to hear nothing else. Porzingis is shooting poorly from the field, which I said he was going to do. I said he's injury prone. I said that the Knicks got a good player in Julius Randle back. We did. I said we're going to be better. And Dennis Smith, if we get that same Dennis Smith every night, 13 points off the bench, we want to trade, no doubt about it. The Knicks got the win. They swept Porzingis. And I'm ready to hold up a mini banner in my room saying the Knicks swept Porzingis in 2019 because we played phenomenal. Are you done? I am not done yet, but I'll let you speak. I'll let you say JC, what you want to say. JC, you want to go before I go? I got a lot of things I need to get off my chest. Go ahead. Um, I just, uh, before I go on my little monologue, um, can I ask you a question? Why did the Knicks trade Porzingis? Was it because you didn't believe in his talent or you didn't believe because of his injuries? Look, it's You didn't com- want to give him the match. It's a combination of everything. Mm-hmm. And hold on, let me fix my next hat. Please don't. It's a nice hat, Leave right? it off, no. You think it's a nice hat? It's a nice hat. I hate it. It's a nice hat. Okay. It's a nice hat. Oh, we just one win off the net, so. The Knickerbockers. We actually what I have to say. Your two wins off your two because we just beat So, look, we have to say this. uh, Nice try, though. It's everything about Porzingis. Nothing. There's nothing to like about Porzingis at all. Let me say this. So, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. I got this, JC. There's nothing to like about him. So, wait. You you traded him with the assumption that you were going to get a big free agent. No. No. 
that's where everybody that's not a Nick fan gets it wrong every time. We traded Porzingis because he came to the Knicks and he wanted to be out. And he wanted to be out because the Knicks wouldn't let him. And you his... didn't believe in his injuries. No, this is the thing. We, he wanted to be out because his brother Janice wanted to take over the organization mm-hmm. and make every executive decision that the Knicks were making, and that's why he wanted out. He demanded so much from the Knicks, and the Knicks simply said no. So now Porzingis comes in and he demands a trade, mm-hmm. and the Knicks trade him without hesitation because, look, we're not going to keep a player who okay. is just going to sign a qualifying offer and then be an unrestricted free agent next season. Okay. We okay. had to get something for him. And if you don't want to be in New York, you don't have to be in New York because New York is the best place to play basketball. Hello, hello. Even though Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving wrongly chose the Nets, the Knicks are still the best team in New York. I don't care what nobody says. We have the most fans. And you're touching my Knicks Bro, hat. I want you Yo, to wear it. Get that That's the best me. logo in the NBA right now. Get that away from me. Get that away from me. Get that away from me. Don't put this that thing, near me. This is the thing. This is the thing. Hey, hey. Um, you just threw disgusted. my hat and you just called it nice. I don't even know what's wrong with this right now. That. He called that hat nice and he's Everybody's throwing watching it. watching this video. I said it's a nice looking hat. The team sucks. Can I speak? It's a nice looking hey, hat. It's the Knicks. <laughs> it's the Knicks. Joel. You guys are last in the East. Joel Moran. And outside of that outlier performance from Kobe White, you guys did not beat us. Kobe White went off and he... I don't know what he is. I honestly don't know. Is he a point guard? I don't know. He averages two yeah. assists. He don't, I told you. I, I told don't you. know who he, he is. Don't pass he the ball. But um, he does. I told you that he don't pass the ball. <laughs> he got He's just a spark plug. Um, Joel Moran, my turn. Listen, I'll, listen. This trade can go either ways. I would say the Knicks win the trade is if you guys make the playoffs before Brazingas. But let me tell you why. Let me explain why you traded away virtually what they call a unicorn. And if you guys don't know what a unicorn is, it's a very special player in the league with unique talents. Porzingis is coming off of an AC t- ACL tear, I want to believe. Yeah. So he's a little rusty. It's just a little rusty. You know, he hasn't played 15 games yet. He's just getting it back. You know, he's getting back to his swag. So a unicorn, back to what I was saying, is what Porzingis is called. You traded away a unicorn. You paid Julius Randle. You paid Marcus Morris. You paid Reggie Bullock. You got a team, right? You got a team. I don't see anything. No, no, listen. Can I speak? I'll let you speak. You're nonsense. Let me speak. (laughs) You got a team. That's pretty. It's a good team. You have a bunch of good players. No all-stars, but good players. And Porzingis is on the team with Luka Doncic, who is a very, very special player. He's carrying Porzingis. He is right now. The man just came off an ACL injury, so, you know, give him some time. There are reports that they don't get along. Okay. There are also reports that the Knicks suck. Wait a minute. Those aren't reports. That's a fact. <laughs> Anyways, like I was saying, do you guys will win the trade is if you guys make the playoffs before Porzingis. If Porzingis makes the playoffs and puts up pretty decent numbers, thank God he left. He would have stayed in New York, and you guys would have been what you are now, a 3-9 and nine team. You guys suck. It doesn't make sense. You traded away Porzingis, and then you walked into free agency. First of all, I read a tweet from you the other day that said, I am sad because I didn't get the number one pick because you wanted Zion. You got stuck with RJ. You walked into free agency thinking, Katie and Kyrie, New York, New York. Yeah, Brooklyn, the Nets. <laughs> then you ended up with Julius Randle, a lefty who can't shoot. Never met that in my life. Then you bought Marcus Morris. You thought he was a stud. No, he's not a stud. He's a regular player that puts up great numbers on the bum-ass Knicks. Then you went and got, you went and got Mitchell Robinson. He can't even play 20 minutes. He he, you, you got Alfred Payton. He sucks. You got Dennis Smith. He can't shoot. He plays 10 minutes. He got booed in New York the other day because he can't score the ball. He took a step back jump shot in the air ball. 
I can't be crying. He's terrible. The Knicks are the laughing stock of the league. Stop talking about the Knicks, the greatest Madison Square Garden. You, I swear to God, people would rather go see a Davies concert than go watch the Knicks play basketball. And I truly believe that in my heart. That's how bad you guys are right now. Just tank, get the mellow ball. He's another unicorn. Don't mess that up. My monologue is officially done. Go Chicago. <laughs> See that that point about Davies was really funny. I'll give it to you. I'll, I'll give it to you. <laughs> That's a that was a really funny one. That's a fact. But what you said about Marcus Morris, he hit the game winner. Good job. Marcus Morris is a stud. He's your, averaging 18.6 points per what's game. What's your record after that game winner? We have three wins. <laughs> we have three wins. Look, we started off, we started off slow. Shit. But look, at the greatest of teams start off slow. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> the, the greatest, greatest of teams, teams have great players. Slow. You don't have one. We you have, have R.J. Barrett. Oh my! You didn't, have, you didn't have a great player in like 20 years. Are you serious? R.J. Barrett. He has no right hand. You're, you're just totally right. I did want the number one pick, but I'm totally happy being stuck with R.J. I, that's, like, <laughs> that's like going from a dime to a nine. I got a nine in R.J. I'm happy. It's that's R. like J. going Barrett. from a dime to a nickel. You, yo, let, let me explain. R.J. Barrett is a nickel. Compared when, to since Zion? when is he a nickel? Zion is a Compared dime. to Zion, he is right up there. What the hell? That's why Coach K put the ball in his hands every single time in Duke. Because RJ is the man. He can handle the ball. He can go right. I've seen him go right a lot of times. <laughs> I don't know why you say he can't go left. I've seen him go right. i see him finish with his right all the time. Y'all got two lefties. One who's a grown-ass man can't go right. You got another young Please. boy that can't he's, go right. He's Julius 24 Randall years does a little dumb-dumb in and out, in and out. Jump shot broke. It go, <laughs> does not go in. It does not go in. Th- there is no doubt in my mind the Knicks will not Regret this trade. There is no doubt in my mind the Knicks will not regret this trade whatsoever. You guys are stubborn. You are a stubborn organization. You are talking about the playoffs. Well, look, I won't be surprised if the Mavericks make the playoffs because Luka Doncic is balling. He's carrying Porzingis. Porzingis Porzingis, Porzingis plays don't make the playoffs, bro. Porzingis doesn't even look like an all-star right now. It's like 10 games. Whoa, and and, and the dude you paid 20 mil looks like an all-star. Mr. Julius Randle from the Pelicans. Yo, this isn't the same Pelicans Julius Randle. It isn't the same. It isn't the same Julius Randle's Pelican. He's a Nick Julius Randle. New York changed him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Because I just looked up Porzingis numbers, and they don't look that bad. Coming off an ACL injury, this young man averages 19 points a game. He hasn't played in two years. My point. Coming off an ACL injury, he averages 19 points a game, shooting 40%. Not that good for a big. 36% from the three-point line. That's an average three-point shooter. 72% from the free throw line. Could get better. That's horrible. Coming off. What do you say he hasn't played ball in how long? Two years. Does an ACL affect your shooting? What the? It affects your play. He hasn't played ball in two years. What's wrong with you? It doesn't affect your shooting. Listen, it affects your athleticism. Bro, it's Listen, 10 games it doesn't years, affect the shooting. Listen, Skip, let me explain something at to you. All. It does not affect his shooting at all. But it affects He just it. can't shoot right now. It's because he hasn't played ball in two years. Yeah, he's, he's rusty. Been, he's been practicing for two years. When the last time you okay. played ball? Go on the court and shoot right now. Nah, you hold on. I look up Julius Randle. He's been shooting every year for a year. Julius Randle's been playing for like three years, right? Let's look at his jump shot. He averages 16 points a game, shooting 43%. Do you want to know what his three-point percentage is? 21. <laughs> but he's better. Oh, wait. Bro. You want to know what he shoots from the free throw line? 63. 
and he doesn't play better defense than Porzingis at all. You like won that trade? The bottom, yes, we did win that trade. And you got Dennis Smith Jr. Let's pull up his numbers. Oh, he, he, he scored 13 last game. He played great. He did. I love Dennis. I love Dennis. Yeah, yeah. Let's look at Dennis. Let's look at How Dennis. You let Frank take a start. Dennis spot? Smith. He doesn't even pop up. I got to type his full name in. It's a bum. Dennis Smith Jr. A bum. They, huh? They booed Dennis. him. They booed him. Where? Oh, where? He averages three points a game. I'm about to kill myself. <laughs> Why do you average three points a game? <laughs> How many minutes does he play? He search those 14, minutes up, please. He plays 14 please minutes. Please search the minutes up. He plays 14 up. minutes. You know he's been going through a lot. What? He, he's, he's coming back. He's coming back to form. Oh, he's yo, getting better. Back to form is three wait a minute. A wait a minute, uh, fans. I don't know. Oh, wait, 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 wait. He's, wait, so wait, so what you just said about Dennis Smith? He's coming he's back, come to, back form. to form. He played Why can't last you game. let Porzingis come back to form? Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me know. That's totally different. Nah, because let me know. Dennis Smith so, relies on his athleticism, oh and God. he is not known to be a shooter. Porzingis he keeps is shooting. a shooter who is not shooting the ball well right now. He is seven foot three and shooting 40% from the field goal. How? How? You're seven three. If he reaches his arm up, he can dunk the ball. Can I ask you a player? question? Can I ask you a serious question? All jokes aside, like a serious question, like a dead serious question. Is Kristaps Porzingis, is anybody in your team better than Kristaps Porzingis right now? No. Be honest, like dead serious, honest. No. R. Okay, aside J. from your love no. for R.J. Barrett. Barrett. Is anybody anybody you signed better than? Anybody, collectively, of course. No, no, I didn't ask you that. As a player. As a one-on-one player. player. If you put one-on-one, who, who on, that you signed, and I'm talking about Reggie Bullock, too, is, are they better than Chris Porzingis? I'd rather have my guys. I didn't guys. ask you that. You're, you're changing. You're you're, don't change the question. I'd rather have my guys. I want to have my guys. I'd rather have those four than Porzingis. Wow. You're sickening. You make me I'd sick. I'd rather have you make all me those throw guys up. than Porzingis. Bobby Portis won a game versus with us. Okay. And Porzingis, look, people want to rave about his all-star season. Porzingis played about 30 games at an all-star level and then started to cool down throughout was carrying the season. You weak and then bumps. got injured. He Come was, on, man. He, was he had an all-star half season. He call was it carrying call it an all-star half God. season. Because he, he only played half the season. You know, I was watching the show. He Come would on, not be man. saying this if Porzingis. JC, you know what his you know what his injury was after those 30 games? Look, and look, I want to elbow an elbow injury from load carrying. You know that's what they called it, right? Load carrying. Because he was carrying them bum nicks to what? 10 wins? Yeah. That's how bad y'all were. He was carrying y'all. Your point guard at the time, I don't even remember. I'm sorry. Who was your point guard? I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I know yeah. either. Because you that's, that's not the point. <laughs> I don't remember. Because we had Courtney Lee. Oh, my God. And Tim Good Hardaway job. Jr. Good job. Now you have Alfred Payton. Look, this is the thing. This is this is the bottom line. The bottom line, the Knicks won't regret this trade. And I also, what the, what was that statement you just made? You, <laughs> you said something just now that <laughs> I forgot about, what you about. said. Before you say something. He's going in on your team, but you got something to say to me. No, because you said something that's gonna it's gonna piggyback on what I'm gonna say what? to him. What? You have nothing to say to me. What? You're a Knicks fan. Look, bottom line is I'd rather have my guys. I and, understand. Oh yeah, I remember what you said. Now, John Carlos, my friend here, he said that Kristaps Porzingis, um. I forgot again. I keep freaking <laughs> forgetting because you guys have totally infested my mind with this foolishness that you're talking about. 
Man, all I got to say is Porzingis was still a New York Knicks to this day. Joel be raving about him. That, oh, that's exactly <laughs> what I needed. You just refreshed Ravens my memory because I needed good, that. Good. I needed that. you would. One. You know you would. Yes, I absolutely would. And this is why. I'm going to explain myself so the whole world can hear me and what I have to say. Of course, if Christos Porzingis was still a Nick, I'd be raving about him. But that's because at that time, I didn't know Christos Porzingis was this type of character. I didn't. He showed me his true colors when he went to the Knicks and said, if you don't let my brother control the Knicks, then I'm going to get out of here. This the type of guy, this the type of guy, I don't want to play for your franchise. I don't want to lead a team because I'm not good enough. I want Luka Doncic to carry me. That's what he basically said when he wanted to get traded. He showed me his true colors. He showed me that. He's not built for New York. I don't want a player that's not built for New York. Kristaps is not built to be the man of a team. That's why he's playing second fiddle to Luka Doncic right now. At this rate, I need Michael Jordan to save y'all because this is the way y'all look. We have RJ Barrett to save us. We are good on Julius this side. Julius Randle is getting carried R. by a rookie. R.J. Barrett. Oh he is God. the man. R.J. Has... Barrett. The Maple Mamba. Stop saying his name. Bro. Wow. The, the Maple, Maple Mamba. Mamba. That's that his was, nickname? First of all, that was dumb pause. Second of all. Second of all. Second of all. <laughs> his jump shot all, is sweet like all, syrup. Oh, That's a, why they call a, him the Maple a, Mamba. A, a, yo. A, Third of all, stop comparing that man to Kobe. The Black Mamba. Brian, stop. Stop. He has won nothing. He's played nine games. Stop. 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 You're getting me mad. Stop. Let's move on. Let's move Julius Randle's getting carried by a rookie. This is the thing. We talked about Porzingis' awful return to the garden, which he totally played a horrible. They lost. We're going to talk about somebody good for a change, and that's Paul George. My guy. So if you guys didn't know, Paul George and Kawhi are the first duo to ever score 30 points in their first NBA debut for that team. Mm-hmm. And in under 25 minutes. Paul, Paul George Paul lost. He was killing, I was going to say, he, he lost. Crying. He lost the game to the Pelicans yeah. without Brendan Ingram, I'd say. Um, with Paul George coming back, what do you expect from the Clippers? You want to go first, JC? Uh, or... What do I expect from the Clippers? So, fully loaded Clippers team with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. I think that they can beat every team in the NBA. Literally. They can lock up anyone from one to three. They're both the best two-way players in the league. Paul George was coming off a 28 points per game season. A top three in the MVP race and top three in DPOI. You have Kawhi Leonard. I don't even need to talk about him. He's amazing, bro. And they have Lou Will, Montrezl Harrell, Zubach. That team is deep, and that team is good. I think that they can compete with anybody. You know you don't pronounce the L. It's just Montrez. Montrezl? <laughs> yeah, it's oh, just Montrez. My bad. He a beast, though. He's good. Yeah. Joel, you want to go, or should I take this? <sighs> you going to go? Okay. You can take it. Now I'll go last. Um, Paul George... Him returning, I don't, my expectations really have not changed for the Clippers. Before the season started, I expected them to finish the third to fifth seed mm-hmm. be, based on the fact that Kawhi is going to load manage mm-hmm. and they're not going to win as many games as the Rockets or the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even with those two, I do feel like they can beat Houston just because you have Kawhi and Paul George who can guard all the perimeter players. So, what are your on expectations? Houston. But I don't – this is the thing. At the end, I feel like they'll fall short of the NBA Finals. I just want to let everybody know, I'm rooting for Houston to make the championship. I want James Harden to win a championship because he deserves one more than anybody else that I've ever seen play. He's the greatest player that I've ever seen play outside of LeBron James. He deserves a championship. But my safe pick is going with L.A. because the Clippers can't guard anybody in the Lakers' front court. 
especially the way Dwight Howard is playing, it's not even close. And Paul George had that MVP season because he was playing with the true point guard and Russell Westbrook who was setting him up. He will not be the same with Pat Beverly setting him up now. He will not what? be the same. I'm talking about the same. He will not be the same. 75% of Paul George's points just came all ISO. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah. Not be the same. <clears throat> um, Is it my turn? He led that team. Joel, it's my turn? That was his team. It's my turn? Is it my turn? Go you ahead, can bro. go. I can go. I'm done with George. Thank you. You just say he's a great player. Uh, I heard a lot of nonsense, but but my expectations for the Clippers with Paul George. Everybody top, healthy. Top five two-way player in the league. Kawhi, the best. When he is ready to play, the best two-way player in the league. You got Lou Williams, the best bench scorer in the world. Got Montrez, dog. Landry Shamit, they're forgetting him. Shooter, could play D. Jamichael Green, good defender, could hit the three ball. He's a good shooter this year, too. Yeah, good role player, good role player. You got Zubac. Pat Bev, dog, good role player. Zubox, pretty good. I don't know why the Lakers gave him away for a bag of chips, but listen, pretty good guy, <laughs> pretty good player. With that team, I expect the Clippers to literally win the championship. I expect them to meet the Lakers in the WCF or meet the Rockets in the WCF, however the standings go, it doesn't really make a difference to me. They're either going to beat the Lakers in seven or they're going to beat the Rockets in six. Doesn't matter to me. They're going to go on to see Philly in the chip and they're going to beat them in six too. Don't really see much difference. The Lakers are pretty good. Their yeah, front court is good. I do not trust Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee in the playoffs. I doubt JaVale is going to probably play. AD, nobody can guard him, but I watched that first game, and there is nobody on that team that can guard Kawhi Leonard. And I'm pretty confident nobody on that team could guard Paul George. So, oh, wait, I forgot. Nobody on that team could guard Lou Will either. <laughs> <laughs> That's, what, 70 points right there? The Lakers are pretty good, though. I like their team. Their front court is good. Uh, I think, honestly, I think Houston could beat the Lakers, too. I think uh, it's going to be a three-way team because there's just nobody on that team that can stop James Harden. But in the end, it comes down to AD, and I just don't trust in AD's health. He's usually banged up a lot. That's true. But it's a three-way race with those teams. That's Houston, nice. you got Houston, you got LA, I both like LA that. teams. I like that. Either way, they're, one of them are going to have to see each other, and I think the Clippers are going to eventually win the chip. Okay. Well, that's not a bad take from a LeBron hater. That's I'd expect nothing less. I am a For LeBron you to totally hater. diminish LeBron's not, not, not team. Not a LeBron hater. Not a LeBron hater, but I just don't like LeBron. I respect him, though. He's one of the greatest players to ever play. Same thing to me. The, the bottom line is that the Lakers have Dwight Howard, oh my who's God. coming off the bench. He's I can't believe bad. you just Who said can that. out-rebound everybody yeah, on the bro, Clippers. No, he's good. I he's just watched him play. I watched him play, and that nobody, rebound meant nothing. Nobody on the Lakers can guard Anthony Davis you mean on the Clippers? On the Clippers. Oh, on the Clippers. Oh, yeah, yeah, on the Clippers. And you just mentioned that nobody can guard Kawhi and Paul George. While that is true, Danny Green can do a hell of a job on them. He's a good defender. Did Avery, you watch the first Avery game? Bradley can do a hell of a job on Lou Will as well. He could. I, I get that, but if Paul George... Uh, I, I, I would say this. I can only go off the first game because that was the first time they played. And play again, Paul George didn't play. And... Yo, dog, Kawhi just looked like he when he wants to play because I hate that load management yeah, stuff. But when he wants, like when he wants to play, he just looks like dangerous. Danny Green was on him most of the game. I would like to see LeBron in the playoffs take the challenge definitely. and guard one of them. I would definitely like to see it at least do it in the playoff series. Yeah. But I just don't think I think Danny Green's a good defender and I think he can guard certain levels of elite. Mm -hmm. But those guys are elite level scorers. And I don't think he can guard Avery Bradley. I think is just too little. He can guard like 
He would be put on like a Lou Will type player. He can guard Lou Will though. Yeah, uh, he can. Well, Lou Will runs a lot of pick and rolls. Yeah, yeah. So he's not necessarily. He's gonna have trouble going over screens, and he's probably gonna be stuck with Montrez, and that's just a little okay. man. But I would like to see the matchups. The matchups look good for LA, but those big men in the end are probably gonna become irrelevant because it comes down to small ball. It also comes down to the best player on the court. That's LeBron James. Yes, I see that point. He's he. You talked about people not being able to stop Paul George and Kawhi. Who's going to stop LeBron? Nobody's going to I get stop that, him. but I would rather put my faith in Kawhi stopping LeBron than before Danny Green stopping Kawhi or when Paul When LeBron George. wants yeah. to play defense, he can. When's the last yeah. time you've seen it? I've seen it this year. I'm seeing it this year every game. Okay, on who? On everybody. Who? He can guard one through five. Name like, a player. Is he locked up? Name a player. Who is Kawhi locked up this year? I didn't say. I, uh, no, you're, I'm just saying. No, you're misinterpreting no, what no, I no, said. But no, LeBron. You said LeBron's been playing D. I said he who? Is, Who's yeah. he locked up? He, it's, he's a team defender. He's playing great that, defense. And he just said LeBron can guard Kawhi. And I'm asking. And he said Kawhi has, LeBron has locked I mean, up listen, somebody. I don't think, I don't, know if, I don't know if LeBron can guard Kawhi. No, I said, I said LeBron is playing great defense. He is. Yeah, he, he's defense. always been great playing great team Even defense. Even last year when he was criticized for his defense. He, he plays great team defense. But, but we talking about one-on-one defense? Who is he listen, really man, locking up LeBron, at his position? LeBron could get a stop on anybody, bro. If he really put, if he really wants to, I, I've seen it where he could get a stop, bro. When have you seen it? Seen it in the finals. I seen him strap. I mean, it was years ago, but I seen him strap Derrick Rose. Even though that was that was a long time ago, but I seen him strap. Did MVP. you just bring up Miami Lebron? Don't you ever compare I mean, Miami no, 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 Lebron? No, 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 no. I'm not that was a different Miami beast. LeBron, but I'm telling you, bro, he can guard. He can guard. And yeah, bro, he can guard. He can guard. All right, that was that was that line, was pretty bad it. evidence. Can I can I hear recency? Like recent? Like last year? This year? He pretty he did a great job on um Paul George when he was in Cleveland. No, he did not. If Paul you look George, up the numbers, no, he did not. No, he did not. He's never ever done a good job on Paul George. Paul George averages 29 points a game on. Well, game seven, he had like, what, 13? Game seven. That game? What game seven? Yo, Paul George? Indiana faced Cleveland. Uh, no, Indiana faced Miami. When Indiana faced Miami, Paul George had like 13 in game seven. He shot horrible. Yeah, he usually has bad game sevens. It's not clutch. I mean, so you're putting your faith in Paul George too this year after what he showed Play, in the And that's playoff Paul. We know um, that playoff Paul P George is not good. Playoff mm. He I mean, is not good. Yeah. Yeah. It depends. Um, yeah, it hasn't had much evidence. He's not a superstar in the playoffs. We can say that. He's an all-star. He's not a superstar. Um, nah, so, Paul George is so a superstar, bro. Um, well. That's Paul George, bro. What, okay, so let me ask you this. In reality, who it really comes down to the number two, right? The, the number two guys, AD and um, Paul George. Yeah. What In reality, what have we seen from either of them? I've seen more from Anthony Davis than I've seen from Paul George. I seen like I really I have seen Anthony Davis make the playoffs two times. I've seen That's him true. make it against and Golden he, State, and he, he swept, put on a he show. Swept, he swept Portland. He put on a show, or when Draymond Green was actually guarding him, he couldn't score a bucket. He put on a show against Golden State. Yeah, look at those series numbers. No, bro. don't look yeah. at the series numbers in total. Look at Draymond Green's when he when he's guarded by Draymond Green. Don't yeah, look but at, at the end of the day. And he was the, he was the season before that he was being guarded by Joseph Nurkic, and we all know. He was cooking him. Yeah, I don't think we need to get into they deep. Swept them, right? All right, they but swept I, them, I think that being guarded by Joseph Nurkic and being guarded by Montrez Harrell and Zubac is pretty much the same thing. Wouldn't you say that? Montrez Harrell plays a little deep. He's six he's, seven. He's, it's he not about little, see. That's guy, that's your problem. Defense. It's not about size. It's Draymond about Green physicality six, when it comes to big men. Draymond Green was like six seven six. But Anthony Davis can cook either one of them. It's the same thing. Yeah, he is. He cooked them the first game. Anthony Davis is better than Paul George. Yeah, like, yeah. We get without that. a doubt. Yeah, yeah. We, it's no, like it's like here in Georgia. No, yeah, that's that's a, yeah. We get Anthony that. Anthony Davis, but I'm not. I don't really. Yo, that dude is 
You guys are putting faith in a guy who's played in the playoffs two times and he's always hurt at the end of the year. That's true. That's a, but at the same we could we could uh, do the same thing with Paul George. So I mean, it all. Comes I mean, out if if it's just Paul George and Kawhi versus LeBron, I'm gonna take the Clippers every day of the week. Yeah, but if Anthony Davis comes to play with LeBron, I'm still I don't taking know. the Clippers. I, don't know. I mean, that's your. That's, so we, that's we your they got the better that's coach, that's the better bench. That's fine. That, I mean, yeah, that's cool, bro. They probably got uh, they the probably got the same got starting five. Too. Don't sleep on their bench. We talked about a really good role players. Who's the role? We talked about elite level scores. He's a starter. No, he's a role player though. Well, I'm talking about you said they have a they have a good bench. Who's yeah, Dwight bench? Howard's coming off the bench playing real You have Avery good. Bradley, oh. Quinn Cook isn't bad. You have Dwight Howard. You got okay, if we're talking about playoff stats, don't talk about Quinn Cook. Quinn Cook played well in the playoffs versus oh, the this Raptors. This guy is incredible. In the finals, he didn't play well. Come on, bro. He looks scared every time he plays ball in the playoffs. He looks like a kid. <laughs> he's not bad. He's <laughs> not a bad player. And you're trusting Avery Bradley? I trust Quinn Cook more than I do Landry Shamit. Did you see what Landry Shaman was doing against the Warriors last year? Oh, you got to stop. You got to stop. Nah, I do. I, I do. You got to stop. You trust Avery Bradley at this point in his career? Landry Shaman is okay. You trust Avery Bradley at this point in his career? At this point in his career? He's going to hit threes at a 40% clip. In the playoffs? We don't know because Danny Green actually struggles in the playoffs a lot with his shot. He's very inconsistent. He had. He had. He was great. Defensively, finals. yeah, he, that's what I'm saying. Too. He's inconsistent. He can give you a great series, and then the next season he, series he can play like garbage. So we talked about elite level scores with Kawhi, mm-hmm. LeBron, Paul George. Yeah, he's an elite level. Scorer. Now we're gonna talk about a player that used to be an elite level scorer and maybe can show flashes from time to time. He just got picked up by the Portland Trailblazers. That guy is Carmelo Anthony, and not gonna lie to you. I'm pretty upset this happened. I don't see the. Uh, I, I like that Melo has a job. I don't see the yes. fit because Portland needs defense and he plays a lick of nothing. So yeah, I'm, no- I'm it, just it, confused. It saddens me that this happened and he went to this team. Would you rather him go to New York? And this is why it saddened me. <laughs> I'd rather him play for any team other than Portland because Portland, are an already not good defensive team, mm-hmm. Is going to become worse defensively with Melo. That's just the that, that's just the reality of it. And when they don't perform up to par, they're going to put the blame on Carmelo Anthony, mm-hmm. and he's going to end off his career on a bad note like he already did. And people are going to say that look at what he did in Houston and OKC in Portland. Houston he wasn't made his all fault. All of them worse. Every stop that he's been in, it has not been his fault. In New York, those years. It was not his fault. Phil Jackson tried to force a system on that team, hired stupid coaches and Jeff Hornacek and Derek Fisher. It just was a total mess. The, the blame was put on Melo. New York hated Melo for a little while, and that was unfair. He goes to Oklahoma City, and they put the blame on him, even though Westbrook is known to not have great playoff series. Paul George struggled, but yet it was blamed on Melo. Paul George struggled for one game. And then now he he's going to Portland. Yeah. He's going to Portland, and I just think that this is going to be his last stop. I don't think he lasts to the All Star break. Wow. I don't think he lasts at All Star. I just break. don't. It don't. I don't. I don't. It doesn't make sense. Like, what is he going to do? You're going to bring him off the bench? You're going to start him? They they shouldn't start him. I wouldn't start him. But what is he like? I don't get it. He's just an extra scoring option. They don't need scoring. They don't. See, that's why that doesn't make sense. They need defense. CJ's actually struggling this year, though. Dame is wild, and he averages 31 points a game. my point guard 60. But he lost Carmelo Anthony yeah, I to is going down that. right now as the most underappreciated <coughs> star <coughs> in NBA history. What? Carmelo Anthony. 
That's what, true. You can say what you want. Mello. What did you just say? This guy, Melo, oh brought the Knicks to second seed in the playoffs. And y'all choked it because y'all were the y'all were y'all were the. Uh, he brought the Knicks to second upset seed. It. Y'all lost to. Oh wait, who did you lose to? The Paul Knicks, George. The Knicks, yeah, Carmelo Anthony brought the Knicks to their best to, to the most relevant. Whoa. That they've been in a while. Yes. Carmelo, Under it wasn't Carmelo. just Melo. You also had the sixth man of the year that year. Yeah, J.R. Smith. Man. I think Tyson Chandler won, won DPOY. Did, did Carmelo win the scoring championship? Yeah, but yeah. don't say it was just him. You had a very good Melo team that had year. had an MVP-like season that year. Yeah, and then I lost to Paul George. Lost to Paul George. But, yo, I mean, I agree with Joel, man. I don't agree with all that Melo slander uh, for New York. I mean, he, he, he put you guys on the map for a little bit. Um, I really hope it works out for Melo. I've, I actually wanted my team to give him a chance in the offseason just for a last roster spot. Uh, I, I agree with these two guys. I, I don't see it really working in, in Portland, but, you know, hopefully other people can, other teams can overlook that because Portland's a struggling team right now. I still feel like Melo should have went to the Lakers. Yeah, it I still feel that way. You just, all you got to do feel is that if you're on the Lakers, you just come up the bench, score your points, and just sit back I down. do not believe Melo is the most underappreciated superstar ever. I actually think Melo is the one of the most overrated superstars I've ever seen in my life. And that's a dead truth. Just, that's just the honest truth. That's, that's cool, bro. You like Paul George. We all get it. It's Who really doesn't like Paul George? Who's better, Paul really George not. or Carmelo Anthony? In their primes? Yes. Pa- Carmelo, come who's, on. Who's gonna go down as Get out of here. Who's going to go down as a better player? It really might be Carmelo still. It Mello really might different. be Carmelo still. Different. I didn't say Carmelo was whack. I just said he was the most overrated superstar ever. I like every, Joel you can't, thinks Steph Curry's the most overrated yeah, superstar he's, ever. I don't, he's a clown for that. You can't tell me you don't like Paul George's game. The game his game is just mad smooth. I never said I didn't like Melo's game. I like watching Melo play ball. Smooth, can score, and can lock you up. He's the thing. Melo gives me Vince Carter vibes. Stop. He's what? Yeah, he gives me Vince Carter vibes. Another guy who didn't really win much. What? Vince Carter? Are you serious? I'm dead serious. Vince Carter? I'm dead serious. Did he just say that? He gives me real Vince Carter vibes. Those are two guys who've been in the league. Melo's a first ballot Hall of Famer, bro. Oh, my God. He's not? How is he not? I don't know Vince how he's Carter not. Might not be a first ballot Hall of Famer, bro. First ballot Hall of Famers: Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, Kobe Bryant, future first ballot, Tim Duncan, future first ballot, Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Shaquille it's O'Neal. Be LeBron James. You, Le- yeah, gonna be LeBron James, and you about to sit here and tell me Melo is in that? No, how? hell no. How? how? What do you mean how? Depend- is Paul Pierce a first ballot Hall of Famer? No, he's not. Paul Is Pierce he close? He's no, close. I mean, he's look. not. Who's better, Paul Pierce or Melo? Just because Paul Pierce got the ring. They're the same type of talent. Carmelo's better than him. You know yeah, that, but, but greater? Paul Pierce is greater than him. He has the ring. He has the finals MVP. But I wouldn't put Paul Pierce in he the same. He played on a way better team. Yeah. Melo, look, yeah, Melo was on no, first take, and I felt, I felt bad for Melo because he said, I was never put in the position that these other guys were put in. I never had that team... I never had that type of talent around me. He, he never did. But I wouldn't put he those on a real good did. team in Denver. They With played what? Kobe, though. With who? They played Kobe, though. They went to the WCF team, and though. played Kobe. Chauncey Billups, I understand they had Allen Novison for like a season. He averaged 25 points a game. But Allen Novison and Melo was never a good fit. They Ever. They went to the DC, WCF. They no, just they played, didn't. No, I'm no, not talking didn't. about that year. I'm just saying he went to the WCF. Oh, no, yeah. They just With played Chauncey Kobe. Billups. Yeah, he just now they played Kobe. The Allen Novison experiment failed in Denver. Well, you have two guys who played the same. That would never. That's. They but look the same. <laughs> but I'm saying on paper, on paper, yeah, that it looks, looks good. Like, it that looks, looks great. like the best team that Melo has had, but, but you it really wasn't. I don't understand. You wouldn't put Paul Pierce in the, in the first ballot discussion. He's not a first ballot player 
at all. I mean, look, so we, I mean, we got to go through every Hall of Famer. No, I'm you just got to sure, name the I'm, five. I'm pretty sure. Is, is Carmelo a top 50 player? If I had to time? go down the list, yeah, but there isn't top 50 players that should be first ballot Hall of Famers, Scottie I Pippen's believe. Scottie Pippen's first ballot, right? Yeah. Who do you think is better, him or Melo? I think Melo's the better talent. He's a better guy. Not a better player, better talent. Scotty's Scottie more do accomplished. Scotty does everything on better than him in basketball except play offense. Yeah. Literally. This is the thing. Carmelo Anthony in New York, three playoff appearances. They went one time to the second round. They lost to Indiana in six. The lost other to two, Miami in five. The other two times. And they lost to Boston in five, I think. Yep. Yeah. One of those teams, they did lose to Boston, and this is the team we're going to talk about next. We're going to talk about the Boston Celtics. And they're currently first in the East, and that has a lot of people asking this question. Kemba effect. Was Kyrie Irving the problem in Boston? He's a Kyrie, female. Kyrie Irving, that, who's a Brooklyn Net right now. Yo, I'm just going to ask you guys uh, real quick. You guys can finish, but let me get the last couple seconds to rip the Nets but, but after everything's done, bro. Go ahead. Damn, y'all heard it first. Nets yeah. fan about to rip the Nets. Yeah, Look, I'm, I'm going to go first on this one because mm-hmm. I feel like my answer is going to be different from these two right here. I don't believe he was the problem. That's the I t- don't. Can I curse? And it's not. Wasn't, and he life. wasn't the problem. And I'll tell you why. This year, the Lakers are playing so well because... <clears throat> For one, it's look, Gordon Hayward when he was on the Celtics last year was playing. He was playing horrible. He yeah. had to get his rhythm. He was. He had to get his rhythm in. He was playing bad. This year he started off the year great, even though he's injured right now. But you also have to take into account that last year Jason Tatum attempted twenty-seven percent of his shots from the mid-range. This year he's at seventeen percent. That's a ten percent drop off in mid-range shots. Then after that, the reality is that last year. The Boston Celtics had four players on one-year deals, meaning four players that want to prove themselves to get a contract. Terry Rozier, Marcus Morris, Jalen Brown, and Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. This year, guess who the Celtics have that are on a one-year deal? Guess. <sighs> They're saving Brad Kyrie. Wanamaker, They're who doesn't Kyrie. even make a difference in the game. I don't know you personally, but you don't make a difference oh, in the wow. game. Damn. <laughs> oh, wow. Damn. He wow. does what, not make. So what him. Your, what is your him, personal vendetta him, with Brad him, Wanamaker? Him being, <laughs> him being on a one-year deal does not affect this team. Jalen Brown got his money. He's happy. Kemba got his money. He's happy. Mm-hmm. Canner is there. He's happy. And to blame all of this on Kyrie Irving is simply ridiculous. Want, it does not make one sense. One question. Uh, Kyrie took Kyrie as a leader. They had he had Boston as the number one seed. Right? Number one seed, his first year there. I want to also ask you a question. Did you watch that interview where they uh talked about how the way Kyrie reacts to misses and the way Kemba reacts to misses? Did you watch that? Yeah. Did you act? Did you look up the stat that no I'm this asking. year no. I, I thought that was a rhetorical I mean, if you think question. Kyrie, if you think first, no, if you no, think, it's really look, actually Kemba somebody Walker talking about. I didn't better leader than Kyrie. Let's I didn't see that, though. but what I'll say is that. If you look at the stats, they're actually stats that prove that passes per game, the Celtics this year versus Kyrie last year are the same. The it's, amount of shots that Kyrie and Kemba take are the same. The amount of touches they have per, per game are the same. Kemba actually has more dribbles per game than Kyrie. I think that's a misleading stat because I don't think it's it's not about I think a lot of the stuff that happened with the Celtics was locker room issues. Yeah. Not not even on court issues. So is the, are the locker room issues on Kyrie Irving? No. I think you have to always blame the leader all the time. I think you have to give most of the blame to the leader. I think Kyrie Irving was definitely a problem. I don't think it was just him, though. Mm-hmm. I think he was the problem. Jason Tatum was the problem. Brad Stevens was the problem. He didn't know how to 
Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier was, was definitely the problem. Terry Rozier was probably it. But was if you're the if you if you're gonna go off stats, you got to look at the stats at the fact that Kemba gets there. Jalen Brown is having a career year. Yep. It's still early, but Jalen Brown's having a career. Year. Jason Tatum is balling. Kemba's balling. Gordon Hayward looks really good, even though he's now he had a full year of mm-hmm. getting back. Gordon Hayward looks good. Marcus Morris is playing good. Like they're playing good. They've lost Horford, mm-hmm. Morris, Kyrie. They lost three big key pieces, yeah. and they're actually better. They're 10-1. As of right now. Uh, it's still early, but as of right now. I wouldn't say Kyrie, but then you look at the Nets, and they're blowing leads. They're not playing defense. Yeah. Kyrie is obviously putting up a lot of numbers, but they're not winning. So it's like, when is it going to be Kyrie's problem? Look, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna come talk about the Kyrie on the Nets real quick. Uh, I'm just gonna say that this team looks completely different from last year. Uh, the effort is not there every night. Um, ball movement's definitely not there, um, and it just the defense is terrible. Now, what I will say is Kyrie Irving is just a really gifted scorer. Like we all know that he can get buckets whenever he wants. And um, the other day when we were playing Denver, when Kyrie Irving was actually distributing the ball, we were up 16 on them. And, uh, and, and you know, they cut it down to 12 and a half. After that, for the rest of the game, we had five assists as a team. Five assists as a team, we blew the game. And a lot of that had to do with Kyrie Irving. Now, is it all Kyrie Irving's fault? No. Spencer Dinwiddie comes in the game. He's playing better these past couple games, but he looks like he, he sometimes he, he takes really bad shots. Not gonna always put it on um, Kyrie. We lost Karis LeVert for a month. That's obviously you know that's big. He was seventeen points per game, you know. So to say it's all Kyrie's fault, um, it's just not right. I give him forty percent. He's a leader. What River said is right. He is the leader, and it's always gonna fall on him. And the thing that backs it up to the part where it's kind of mostly his fault is the fact that this team looks completely different than last year. D'Angelo Russell, when he was playing, the team played team ball. Everybody got touches. The offense was beautiful. Flawless. Now, the Nets the Nets put up a lot of points. I don't want you guys to get that no, twisted. No, you guys do. We put don't up play a lot D. of points. The defense is not there. Actually, you do play D, just in the first half. In the first half. So, I mean, it's early, and um, I'm not going to put this all on Kyrie. I have to see until the All-Star break what our record is. Um, Kyrie was out tonight, and we won. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Kyrie's out tonight. We won. So. Oh, wait. Kyrie was also out in Boston, and they went to the ECF. And took LeBron to seven games. But if Kyrie was there in game seven, they probably would have won. Would they even got there if Kyrie played? Yeah. Yeah, Kyrie's that I think good. so? Because Kyrie played the next year, and they lost in five to the Bucks. And Kyrie played really, really bad. Yeah, he played bad that series. We could he also, actually played bad against Indiana. We could say that Mike Budenholzer outcoached Brad Stevens. Very badly. Yeah. Come on. Very definitely, badly. Definitely. We know that Mike Budenholzer is accomplished. He's a great Elite level coach, mm-hmm. and that's what the Bucks didn't. You would have. call him elite already. Sixty wins. He took that Atlanta Hawks team to sixty wins. That was they were overrated as hell though. But, but they won sixty, 60 games, games. and that team we we knew that they weren't going to do nothing in the playoffs because they didn't have the talent. Yeah, they almost they lost won, in the first and they round. Won sixty. Just 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 a, a side note for my Knicks fan right here. You guys are up three on the Hornets. RJ Barrett has nineteen points. Whoa! <laughs> Devontae Graham's giving me at twenty six though. Mitchell Robinson, for all my Knicks fans, he has 17 points and 12 rebounds. Finally. Marcus Morris, the guy that he called, he, he was making fun of the signing, has 14 right now. He's oh actually God. he's actually averaging 18 on the season. I called him a good player. Um, he had a career year in Boston last year. And, yep, R.J. Barrett shooting 7 for 15, and he's good doing game. his thing. Good game. Now can they win the game? We're going to see. 
And now, it's been a great show. We're you gonna, guys we're really gonna... think Melo's the first ballot Hall of Famer? That's obvious. Wow. We're going to go into our last segment of the day. It's do your dance that you love to do for our last segment of the day. Let's do my dance. Sunday Pick'em. Oh. <laughs> I was like, do your dance. What's that? All right, so we're going to do Sunday Pick'em. And right here, I got the list of teams that are playing. So, of course, we're not going to talk about the Steelers and Browns because the game already happened. First game on the list, Jets and Redskins. Who do you have? I'll start. That's sad that we have to think about that. I'm going to take the Jets. I'm going to take the Jets to beat the Redskins. Who's home? The Redskins. The Redskins. I'm going with my hunch. I'm taking Washington. Look, Dwayne Haskins starts this week. I think he. I think he goes down. And goes I crazy. I predicted. I predicted while uh, the Jets were like one in five that we're gonna finish with six wins. This is gonna be one of those wins. This is gonna be one of those games that. Look, I'm picking the Jets, but it can go either way. I can see the Jets completely wetting the bed and and Dwayne Haskins (laughs) having a career fucking game, (laughs) which is is crazy because I think that he's horrible. I can see it. But I'm going with the Jets. I'm going with Darnold. I'm going with Le'Veon Bell. Mm -hmm. Next game, the Jaguars and the Colts. Wow. That's a tough game. Very good game. They need that. Both teams need that win. And we need to see yeah, if, if somebody's still out, right? Search it up. We have to see if he's still out or we'll, not. We'll get back to it. We'll get back to it. Bills and Dolphins. Bills. <laughs> yeah, the Dolphins. I think the we're Dolphins just gonna, are the worst I think team for the, ever. For the next, and they beat the Jets. For the next couple of games, whenever the Dolphins are on the on just Sunday pick, pick we're, gonna pick we're the just going to pick the opposite team. So we're going with the Bills. The Cowboys and the Lions, no Matthew Stafford. Oh, Cowboys. Boys. Cowboys. Damn. Texans and Ravens. In Baltimore. Deshaun versus Lamar? I'm taking taking Lamar Jackson. That's what I'm taking. I'm taking Deshaun Watson. He's my favorite quarterback. Is he really? Yes. He's tough. Based on how Lamar Jackson plays against good teams, I'm taking Deshaun Watson. Texans all day. Lamar Jackson's going to showcase. It's not that great. Next game, the Falcons and the Panthers. I honestly don't even know if the the Falcons are dead to win this game. They just won last week. In Carolina. This is a, they just beat the Saints. I don't even look. I'm gonna take the obvious pick. I'm gonna take the Panthers. Do not let me down. Are guys, they obvious picks? I don't know if that's. Obvious. I don't know if it's obvious I mean, I, anymore. Look, I really don't. I mean, yeah, me neither. But I would hope they win the game. I'm like, gonna go with the Panthers. Ball. They're just coming off a of Green Bay, a very tough game in Green Bay. I'm gonna go with the Panthers and they in Carolina. It more. They need it. They, way need, more. they need it way more. This is the thing. Kyle Allen's hot streak. It's done. It's over with. When has Sam Darnold started? It's over with. Sorry, I just, I just had to ask that question. His hot streak is over with. I know my friend Jordan, if you're watching, is going to be happy that I'm picking the Falcons. They're going to win the game, and they're going to win it convincingly. I can't believe First, it. Shout out to my boy Jordan Falcons. They suck. Next game is the Saints <laughs> and the Bucks. They beat the Eagles. In Tampa Bay. That's so crazy to beat. Oh, uh, Saints. Actually, I don't even. Nah, Saints. Wait, yeah, I'm going go Saints. Saints and Tampa Bay. Saints. Saints. Unless Winston the comes out wilding. Yeah. You never know with like him. Like he did against L.A., really. Yeah, you never know with him, though. Now the next game, the Broncos and the Vikings in Minnesota. Vikings. Vikings. Better team I have win. the Vikings. That's cool. a clear cut. Now the next game, the Cardinals and San Francisco. San Fran. San Fran, but Cardinals, they're going to come like out him. tough. Shout out to but San Murray. Fran. I have San Francisco as well. Next game, this should be an easy one, the Patriots and the Eagles. Oh, I have the Patriots. Oh, this is <laughs> easy. Philly, 
Duh. I'm going with my bias pick. I'm taking Philly and Philly. Crazy. Yeah. Um, they play Dallas. They're going to smoke yo, Dallas. I, 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 I think Philly's going to pull it I up. think we're going to pull it. I'm telling you. Philly's going to pull it two up. In a, we just got two in a row? I think. I, I want Philly to win. I think Philly. they're going to win. But we have no Alshon Jeffrey this week. And we have no Jordan yo, Howard. If Carson Wentz beats this Patriots team, you got to put hella respect on no, his name. That got to beat him, too. They played Dak, too. Hella respect on his name. I don't see why. We don't need, I don't need respect from a Sam Darnold fan. We don't need Now it. the next game is the Bengals and the Raiders. Do we even need to talk about that? I have the, the Raiders. Raiders. The Raiders. Next game, Chicago versus the Rams. The Rams. I, I don't even, Rams. I don't even feel anything the for the ball. Bears anymore. I have Chicago winning that game. Whoa. You know what? Let me not talk because last week I talked and he turned out. Right, I so mean, this is why I have Chicago. The Rams are one of the worst protecting team. They they can't protect the pass at all. Not only that, but Jared Goff is not playing at a good. He's playing horrible right it's now. Not good. He's missing a lot of reads. <laughs> this is the thing. Chicago. They're gonna get after Goff a lot. They're gonna sack him. I predict they're gonna score a defensive touchdown in this game. Maybe two. They're gonna win the game. And look, Mitchell Trubisky has been playing better. He's gonna play a good. Jared this game. Goff looks like Ryan Gosling. <laughs> he looks just like Ryan Gosling. Look up a picture of Ryan Gosling right now. <laughs> look it up. He looks just like Ryan Gosling. And now the Monday Night Football game, the Chiefs versus the Chargers. Who do you guys have? I have Patrick Mahomes. I have Patrick Mahomes as well. How about you? <laughs> Bro, he, he doesn't. Have Patrick Mahomes. He looks. Oh he looks. Ju- Jared Goff looks just <laughs> like him. He looks just like him. That's crazy. That's he really does look <laughs> like him. <laughs> that's wow. So that's it for Sunday. Pick them. Oh, last last team, the Jaguars and the Colts. Oh, Colts. I, I actually forgot. Nick Foles is playing the Jaguars. No doubt about it. Shout out to my man Chance, the man. I got the Jags winning this game. Well, Gardner Minshew isn't playing, so I have the Colts. We're gonna see. I don't think the Colts have Brissett, bro. Oh. And now to finish off the episode, thank you guys all for watching our podcast. We appreciate you guys. We need to do a mellow segment on that. We need to do players we'll do one pretty who soon. should be should or shouldn't be first battle hall of famous. Because yeah. I ain't feeling that mellow one. We'll do that pretty soon. So thank you guys for watching and tune in next time. Thank you. Peace. Have a good one.